What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Happy holidays. Big Sales National Football Show. We appreciate everybody stepping in. Hopefully you had a spectacular holiday and you spent it with the ones you love and everyone had themselves an absolutely great time. What a great sports time, too. Absolutely awesome sports time. Now, funny, Xander just asked me a question here. And he just asked me this question about um, what'd you make of the loss? Well, the loss to the Cowboys, as we predicted, I can't see Dak Prescott losing a ball game. Okay? I can't see him losing to a backup. That's not why you pay him $45 million. However, that being said, I thought the Philadelphia Eagles... Coming out of that game, I didn't really have a lesser opinion of them after the loss than I did them going into the loss. However, the last 48 hours, the Eagles are not the best team in the NFC any longer. You're not. You you can't have a banged-up MVP and potentially the MVP of the team out. You can't. You can't have that. Then you lose Avante Maddox. Personally, I told Xander this too. I think that the Eagles had to buy too early in the year. You played a lot of consecutive football. And I think it's wearing down here. I think that coaching staff has worn down that football team. That football team looks tired, especially in the back end of the defense. This game with New Orleans is critical. Do you really want to have home field advantage tied up in a ball game with a divisional opponent? Go back to Washington and what you guys did in the first game against the commanders. You guys destroyed them, right? What happened in the second game? They got a taste of what you were going to do. They prepared for it and they beat you. This New Orleans game, in my opinion, is important. Can you imagine you lose that game to Dallas? And you become a wild card and you lose out? Unbelievable. I want to put something else out there, too, because I'm going to bring it up a little bit later. I keep hearing people tell me how great this offensive coaching staff is. You want to know what a great coaching staff is? Somebody goes, Sills, did you see the numbers for Josh Allen? I sure did. What a marvelous football game. But Sills, he only threw for 152 yards. Yeah, they ran the ball. With a non-running game, that kid Singletary was over 130 yards rushing. What were they doing? And they blew the Bears out. They protected their quarterback in a meaningless game. 
They protected him. Ken Dorsey and Sean McDermott protected him. They said, we're going to run the ball. We don't have to have a great running attack versus the shittiest run defense in the league. That's how you protect your players. Like I said to you before, the Eagles really don't have an offensive game plan. Hey, Jalen, if it's not open, run. You got your quarterback banged up. Now you've lost your star right tackle in lane. God knows for what and how long. They say he may come back for the playoffs. I don't know. We'll see those abdominal injuries. If you remember right, Nick Boza had one of those abdominal injuries when he was at Ohio State. He missed the rest of the year for the Buckeyes. Those are pretty tricky injuries. Let me ask you, you know what? Let me go through the takeaways, and I'm going to ask you a question here on the importance in finishing the season here. I'm going to get to that here in a minute. And I appreciate everybody coming aboard. Okay? Marcus goes like this. Josh Allen leads the NFL in intercept. Who gives a shit? They're the number one seed in the AFC right now. Number one. Number one. Number one. Same as you. Same as you. Here's the takeaways I had. I thought Mitchie was awesome. Boy, it's pretty creepy. I think people in your own Philadelphia market don't want to give the kid kudos. Kid doesn't play for over a year. He throws for 355 yards. He keeps you in the game. By the way, if Sanders doesn't drop that ball, I'd like to see what the kid could have done. I thought he was great. I thought he was great in the game. Was it just good? Hey, look, is he having the year? Is he the kind of player? No, absolutely not. No one's saying that. You can give a guy kudos for being good in a game. Don't worry about it. Nobody's shitting on Jalen if he plays great. Nobody's, Nobody's saying that. Yeah, Sanders fumbled the ball. Darius Slay, for the last five weeks, has sucked. Third and 30. Seriously? He's 31, 32. We'll have a talk if I'm Howie Roseman after the regular season. I don't know. Third and 30. Really? In a Cowboy game? Come on, man. You got to be better than that. Four turnovers, you're never going to win a football game. I don't give a hell who you are. Josh Sweat was spectacular. He has proved to me to be an every-down defensive lineman. What a year he is having. Of all the players on the D-line, for being first, second, and third down D-lineman, he is the best. He is your best D lineman. Josh Sweat's having a spectacular year. Spectacular year. Why is Boston Scott in a game? Get that guy out. I don't want to see Boston Scott any longer in critical situations. I'm done with that dude. Get out of the huddle. Critical situations you got a Pro Bowl back on the sidelines. 
How insane is that? Boston Scott is a dude. The injury to Lane is significant. And who it's going to take its toll on? It's going to take a toll on Dallas Goddard. I'll tell you something about Goddard here in a minute. Goddard's going to have to stay in and help Jack Driscoll now. He's going to have to stay in and help in blocking in the run game now. That's going to limit his offensive production. That's where you're going to see him limited. Unless they go two tight end set, which you may see that. The way you protect Jack is have a guy on his outside, making sure that he gets a little bit of help out there. Or if you've got Miles in there helping on blocking also, that means max protection. You're going to have to go a lot of max protection, in my opinion, because they're going to attack Jack Driscoll. They're going to attack Jack Driscoll. TJ Edwards has been exposed. He cannot cover tight ends. He is a defensive liability in the pass game. And in today's National Football League, if you can't cover some of these elite tight ends like Kittle in San Francisco, you can't cover those guys like Kelsey in Kansas City, you can't play in today's NFL. He is not a very good linebacker in pass coverage. I think Philadelphia will let that guy walk. He's not versatile enough. He's a great run stopper. So you got to take him. I'm not paying that guy $7 million to play just on first and second down. Not doing it. Not happening. Exposed. Exposed. Dallas Goddard is a beast. I think he is a modern-day Gronkowski. He's got a nose for the end zone. He's fearless. He is dominant. And I'll tell you what, man. Blocking, catching, all that, yards after the catch. Dallas Goddard, an amazing footballer. He is just great. I would say this to you, the Hurts factor now. Would the Eagles have beaten that team if Jalen Hurts had played? Not with four turnovers. Not with four turnovers. Their offensive passing a game, in my opinion, was awesome. The run game is where Jalen was missed, not the pass game. He had two wide receivers over 100 yards. And by the way, congratulations to Devontae Smith on going over 1K. I didn't think he could do it, but he did. Congratulations. For the first time in Eagle history, they have two 1,000-yard wide receivers on the same team. Congratulations to you. Quez Watkins sucks. He's not tough. He doesn't fight for the football. He rounds routes off. And in my opinion, he's a little better than Jalen Rager. Dude, it's time to see some Zach Pascal or something else. I don't know. Something else. Get me somebody. That guy is a liability on the field. He doesn't fight for footballs, and he's just not a tough dude. He's not a tough guy. You got manhandled out there. How could you be manhandled on the Eagle offense? 
They manhandle people, and you got one guy who's soft as a tissue. Zach Pascal does not belong in that huddle. Um, before I get into the other topics, I want to ask you something before we get going. What's more important to the Eagles, health or home field advantage? What do you think is more important right now on December 27th? Playoffs th- three weeks away. Three weeks away, and if I'm in the Novacare Center, I'm concerned about a lot of things right now. What's more important, health or home field? Home field. Home field. So at any expense, getting home field, playing Jalen Hurts this week. So you're going to play Jalen Hurts without Lane Johnson in the offensive line. Okay? It's a gamble. Especially if he's not 100%. Lane Johnson is probably the MVP of the team. Jalen could have been the MVP of the league. His leadership, all of that, playing as great an O-tackle as you could possibly play. Like I said, it is pretty close between the guy in San Francisco and the guy in Philadelphia. Those two guys battle back and forth. Peter says you don't need Hurts to beat the Saints. Really? You're not the same football team you were 48 hours ago. Don't act like it. And by the way, Okay, by the way, what are you, 13-2? and That's not a 13-2 and football team right now. Not without Lane Johnson, Avante Maddox. Not, not without, and a hurt Jalen Hurts. That's not a 13-2 and team. That's not a 13-2 and team. You think you could just plug in Jack Driscoll and get the same effort? That Lane gave you? What are you, crazy? You're not the best team in the NFC right now. Today, you're not. You're in the mix. But you're not the best team in the NFC right now. And it's not because... By the way, remember I told you on Friday of last week, I wouldn't have a difference of opinion if the game was close. It's not because the game wasn't close. It's because of the injuries. Use your common sense. You are not the same team today that you were going into the weekend. Facts. Let's take a look at the numbers. By the way, the Cowboys, you talk about a helter-skelter football team. I come away from that Dallas game doing this. Dude, Micah Parsons sucks. Stop with that LT talk. He is a non-factor. He is not that good. I'm sorry. I don't see it. He's overhyped and he's overrated. Michael Parsons is not that. That is not Nick Bosom. Shit, that's not Khalil Mack. 40-34. You know what, you know what my opinion is of the Cowboys? I don't know. Congratulations. You won at home against a backup quarterback. 
and you had to do everything in your power to beat them. I don't know if I came away, if the, if the Eagles didn't have injuries, I would have came away going like this. I'll see you again. Don't worry about it. I, w- I was okay. I was, o- I was like this. Hey, you're going to lose divisional games like this. But the injuries are what's changing the landscape here. Okay? It's the injuries. It's not your play. Again, I'll make this point to you. I didn't change my opinion of the Eagles after the loss. I changed my opinion of the Eagles after the injuries. It's common sense. You're not the same. You think you're the same football team. Without Lane Johnson. What Eagle fan in his right, what football fan in his right mind would think that? Or you think you're, by the way, you've got a left tackle that's been playing hurt all year. Now you're missing your right tackles. Your two bookend tackles are now, one's hurt and the other's out. And you think you're the same team. How idiotic can you possibly be? First downs, even, 25-25. Total yards, Eagles had 442. To the Cowboys, 419. You out-yardaged them. Passing, 355 to 304. You outpassed them in yards. Rushing, this is where the Jalen factor played in. On third down and long, Eagles ran for 87 yards. Get this. So the Eagles lost that game. You know why? Turnovers and because Jalen Hurts wasn't running the ball. Not throwing the ball, running the ball. Cowboys had 115. I think that's not bad if you're the Eagle defense and you're Jonathan Gannon. Turnovers, four to one. Good night. Let's look at the individual numbers here. Passing game was awesome. Mitchie, 24 of 40, 355, two touchdowns and a, two picks. Sanders, 21 carries, 65 yards. I thought he should have carried the ball around 30 times. Devontae, eight catches, 113, two TDs. AJ, six catches, 103. What could you possibly be talking about with your passing game? That disgusts me too, man. Media and Philly didn't want to give Minshew his kudos because they were afraid of insulting Hurts. Dude, stop that shit. No one's insulting Jalen. They needed Jalen in the game because you know why? They needed him on third and long when it came to running the ball, not throwing the ball. This this kid plays one game, and he puts two receivers at over 100 yards. I don't know. Goddard had three catches for 67. Dude, C.D. Lamb ate up the Eagles secondary. 10 catches, 120, two TDs. Zeke was a non-factor, 16 carries, 55 yards. Dak, 27 of 35, 347, three TDs and a pick. One was a pick six. I don't know. Came down to the secondary sucking. And the inability to run the ball. I'll say this to you, okay? Jalen Hurts, the Jalen Hurts factor in that game wasn't passing. Not at all. It was running the ball. And this is why I tell you, it is not sustainable 
to have a player like Jalen Hurts as your starting quarterback. You miss a significant game. You possibly could miss another significant game this weekend. It's not sustainable. And it usually happens towards the back end of a season because you've been wearing his ass out. I think the coaching staff in Philadelphia wore his ass out. I watched Buffalo handle Josh Allen correctly. I actually even sent Ken Dorsey a text. And I said this, Ken, what a way to protect Josh Allen. You see one of the dumbass media people go like this. This is not a sustainable offense to win. What was the score that game? What was the score? Bills beat them 35-13. They beat the shit out of them. And you got some doorknob media guy going, hey, you only threw for 150 yards. That's because he didn't have to throw the ball. Something that the Eagles should have did. He barely threw the ball. What was he in the game? David, 152 yards. They had 242 yards rushing. Protected the guy. Moved on. You know, fantasy football is great for folks. Winning ball games are for players. Stats are for geeks. Remember that. That's about winning football. That's a well-designed offensive game plan against a shitty run defense. Not the Eagles, though, man. Hey, Jalen, if it's not their run, that's some game plan. That's some game plan. Hey, Jalen, if the play's not there, run. Stupidity. Stupidity. Look at this guy, Greasy. Do not bet against the Eagles. I'll bet against the Eagles without Lane Johnson, Avante Maddox, and Jalen Hurts all day long. Seals for the defense, you're blaming Gannon or Slay. Slay. Slay, third and 30? Dude, come on. But then again, too, Jamison, I see what you're soft ass zones. If Allen and Burrow throw those interceptions in the playoffs, they will lose <laughs> handily. Mitchell can't beat the Saints. Well, we'll find out. Mitchell can't beat the Saints. Well, Jalen couldn't beat Washington. Oh, that's right. He's one and one. Eagles are 13. Let me ask you this. Don't you think it's in the best interest for health for this team right now? Don't you think it's in the best interest for health? A fully healthy Eagle team. They're the best team in the NFC. Possibly in the NFL. By the way, saying that. Playoff picture. We're going to look at that here. Big Sills top 10 teams. The MVP race. The hottest teams in the... You know what? We're going to do hottest teams here in a second here. Because the hottest teams, that's all that matters right now, not records. You can have the best record on the planet, but if you're wobbling like the Eagles are, you're not in that conversation. Look at all the turnovers you've had over the last couple of weeks. You think you're playing good ball? Some of you keep telling me, well, we haven't played our best ball yet. Well, that's clear in the last three weeks. 
Kay Gunn says, really? You're calling the Washington game on Hurts? No, I'm saying you lost to Tyler Heineke. Here's the hottest teams in the NFL coming out of the weekend. Chiefs at five. Bills at four. I still got the Eagles in there. 49ers have won eight straight. And the Bengals are killing it. Dude, I think Cincinnati's the hottest team in the league. And guess what they have? There's that one thing you could sit here and say this about Joe Burrow and the Bengals. What have they done? Well, they're the reigning AFC champions and a quarter away from winning the Super Bowl. I think this guy may actually pull out the MVP this year. This guy's beating everybody and Belichick. Jags too. Yeah, I would say that, Ron. I think the Jags are playing well, seven and eight now, leading their division. Absolutely. Absolutely, I would say that. Bengals play the Bills. Wow, what a game. Faces of the league right there, two of them. Hertz is clearly not the most valuable player. He's dropped to fifth now. There's no shot. You needed to win that game for me. Okay? And plus, all the other candidates won games this past week, and they had to win. Availability's got to be part of the conversation, too. As well as durability. Jalen changes the game, but four turnovers will kill any team, no matter who's a quarterback. Vernon, Jalen would have Dalen would have made that game a lot tougher for Dallas to have to defend because of the fact that his running ability and breaking down edges. That's the only place. And 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 Jalen, I would think would protect the ball a little better. Okay? So maybe one less turnover and more rushing yards. If Jalen was in the game, could that have been the difference in the game? Probably. 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 Look, I don't think Dallas is better than you. I do not think... I do not... Watch this. Do I think Dallas is better than you without Lane Johnson? No. I don't think you're better than some of these other teams, though. Yeah, they were leading into the middle of the third quarter. Go back and watch the game. Read a book, dude. The Rams came from behind to win the Super Bowl last year. You must have missed the game. Hertz will win the MVP, especially if he comes back. He's not winning it. It's over. Jalen Hurts will not win the Most Valuable Player Award. It's over. He is not. Too many other guys. Burrow and right now, Burrow and Mahomes are just, you know, and, you know, and I watched the Mahomes game. I don't really think he overly played that great, but he was there. Availability, durability is part of it. Hurts had to win that game, yet Burrow's your MVP and lost to the Cowboys. Different team. Different. That, that doesn't work like that. 
The team in September, I don't give a shit about. I care about the team in January. That's why teams with the winningest records that go into the playoffs rarely win the Super Bowl. It's the hottest teams. It's not the team with the best record. It's the hottest teams. You know why? Look at this. You're not the same team you were in September. No Lane, no Avante, a banged up Hurts. You think you're the same team you were in September? I don't think you are. I don't, you, you still, what I love about people is you think you can plug and play players. Jack Driscoll. I'll tell you one thing about Dennis Allen and that Saints front seven. They're pretty good. It's going to be interesting to see how they play. It is. No lane. Banged up Malata. An injured Hurts. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Tyler says Patrick is the true MVP of the NFL. Probably. Probably. Hey, Matt, I thought Milton Williams had a really good football game. I thought he played really well. I thought he, Josh Sweat, Okay, by the way, I thought Hassan Reddick again. I thought he upset the passing game for Dallas a little bit. Hey, watch this. I saw Hassan Reddick more than I did Michael Parsons in that Cowboy game. I totally saw him more in that ball game. So you guys think home field advantage is the most important thing because it gives you the extra, the extra week. So would you play Jalen this weekend if he's not 100%? Eyeball goes like this. Malad is not banged up, even though he says it. What a tool. What a tool. No MVP for Jalen. It was already a tight race. Vernon. Correct. It was a tight race already. Chalk it up. Sports goes like this. Not this week. Chalk it up. It's a gamble, man. Look, do I think that the Eagles could put Jalen Hurts back in the in the fold for the final game against the Giants? A divisional game. Who would have thought the season could come down to the final week of the NFL season with a team that was just 13-1 and a couple weeks ago? Minnesota's hanging in there. They had another comeback. Hurts is 2-0 versus the Saints. Oh, boy, I tell you, man, I agree with you, Arthur. Home field is important here. But, man, I got to have that guy at 100%. You're, you're not going to go into a game against the San Francisco 49ers with a quarterback at 75% and win. You're not. And a banged-up Lane Johnson to boot? You're not. GT says Hurts needs 500 yards. 
So you're going to line him up and drop back, right, GT? To have him have hits on the quarterback because you want to get him the 4K. Not me, man. I'm the second best running attack in the NFL. The Saints don't have a quarterback. Now, the Saints do play the run well. So that could be a factor. But the last time you played the Saints, you went for 248 against them. No one in the NFL is 100%. That's very true. That's very true. Very true. Uh, TJ Edwards, man. I'm very disappointed that the Cowboys exposed him like that. I can't believe Kellen Moore exposed him like that. Every team from now on is going to run a tight end at him. He cannot cover them. And with your secondary and shitty like the way they are, um, yeah, that's a problem. Especially in a defensive coordinator scheme that has a scheme where it believes that you could play that bell defense and you can allow people to roam. Did you see how wide open CeeDee Lamb was underneath in that Jonathan Gannon zone? Debo Samuel would destroy that zone. Scott got dog walked by Lamb. He sure did, man. CeeDee played a great game. Ran his routes good. I mean, what were the numbers for the Cowboy guys? Yeah, Lamb, 10 catches, 120, two TDs. Ate him up. By the way, with the way that secondary's playing right now, I'll bet you Minnesota would like another shot at that. The problem with Minnesota is not their offense. It's that shitty defense of theirs. You think Justin Jefferson wouldn't want another shot at the way Slay's playing now? And that goes back to a point where some of you were saying, hey, we beat this team back early. You're not beating the Vikings offense playing like that like you did against Dallas. You're not. You're not covering Justin Jefferson like that. You're not. Look, like I said here, I want to I want to I want to be very clear here. After the loss, I still thought the Eagles were better. I think you see them again in a home game at Lincoln Financial. I've, I'm okay with that. But when the injuries started and we started hearing the reports about Lane's injury, that's significant. Dude, we're not talking about Isaac Sayamalo, who's not bad, but he's not lame. GT says, you're the same Eagle. Get this. So GT will tell you that you're the same team without Lane Johnson or Jalen Hurts. <laughs> or is it just because of Jalen, you're not the same team, or you're going to choose which one? You know, I, I, I'm confused. You're not worried at all? You lose one more? Home field advantage will be up the final week of the season. You go from a 13-1 team to potentially being a wild card team. <laughs> I don't know about you, man, but you got two critical games. 
You get two critical games. Not so much the final one if you wrap up the home field. Okay? Here's Howie. And Nick Sirianni. I would imagine the owner. They got decisions to make this week. What do you do? Do you play them or sit them? You handled the Giants last time. They do have Kayvon Thibodeau and a couple good defensive pass rushers. If Jalen Hurts gets hurt, it's over. Over. Do you really think we will lose three games straight? If you were intact, GT, absolutely not. With the significant injuries you have, I'm not so sure. This goes back to the Bears game. Buffalo handled it correctly. They took shit from the media because they didn't like the offensive output and still waxed the Bears 35-13. You know why? They strategically put a game plan together watching the idiotic game plan that the Eagles put together against the Bears and went counter everything Philly did. They didn't throw the ball a ton. They wanted to make sure they just got out of Chicago with a win. They went in there and beat them up. And they don't even have a running attack. There's no all-pro runner in that building. And they went for 250. Their quarterback gets out, and now he plays against Burrow. Wow. That's the way you take care of a quarterback, especially one that runs the way he does. Philadelphia, hey, Jalen, if it's not there, take off and run. I absolutely disagree with anybody. I heard Rich Gannon on with um, Sports Take. I 1,000% disagree with him that Shane Steichen's a good offense coordinator. Every series, you put Jalen Hurts in harm's way. Every play, you put Jalen Hurts in harm's way. And the ramifications are we're talking about it today on whether or not he should play. The two significant games with a dual threat quarterback. Don't want to say it, but I told you so. Here you are, end of the year, significant games, dual threat quarterbacks, missing time. Hey, the Ravens are getting through because of great coaching with John Harbaugh. And Huntley can play. Okay, Huntley can play. Looks like Lamar's going to play this weekend. Dual threat. Jimmy G out, doesn't really matter in San Francisco. They're just killing teams no matter who's playing. T. Carr goes, Sills, you all of a sudden forgot about the death we have. We built this for this situation and others. Okay. I I completely agree. You're not going to be starving at right tackle, but you can't lose Lane Johnson. 
Look at Masked Avenger. Buffalo has one of the worst losses this year. So? And? Months ago. Months ago. The record doesn't indicate sometimes how well you're playing now. We said that all year about Minnesota. All the one-score games that they've won. You look at Minnesota's record. How many people buying Minnesota over San Francisco? I'm not. Sumber goes, we have JV coordinators. I'm sorry, man. The people in Philadelphia that cover that team don't tell you the truth. Tell me if you think this is a good... Dude, go back and watch that Bills game plan against the Bears and how well they protected Allen in that. And then go back and watch the 22 on the Bears and Eagles and how well they didn't protect Jalen. It, it, I watched it. I said, wow. They saw what happened to Hurts. And you know what it did? It shook up the coaching staff in Buffalo. That's why he didn't throw for anything up there. That's why when he was asked the question at the podium, Allen, hey, that offense didn't put a lot of passing. He goes, and he goes, you think you don't really have an offense that's sustainable to win. They're the number one seed right now. You know what he said? Okay, move on to another question. That was a reporter that doesn't understand football and situational play calling and protecting your players. Mitchu has to use his legs. It's not what he is. You miss Jalen Hurts in the run game, not the pass game. There were two Eagle guys over 100 yards. Shit, man. I thought, I thought Gardner Mitchu chewed him up in the secondary. Mitchu, get this. One practice last week he had. One. He had one practice. Hadn't played over a year and threw the ball for 355. I don't know. It was one of the better passing performances by an Eagle offense all year long. This guy was in mothballs. One practice, went to a eulogy for Mike Leach, came back and almost beat the Cowboys on the road. I don't know. The cold weather is on our side. Dude, you're going to rely on weather? Why don't you rely on your old line? Dallas's secondary is weak. Miss Ash, I come away from that Dallas game against Philly, and I say this. The Dallas really, the da- how about this? Watch this. You coming away from that Cowboy game, did you do this? Wow, the Cowboys. Holy cow. Wow. Did you do that? I, I, I don't know. Maybe I missed it. I said this about the Eagles. Man, this team was so good. They almost beat Dallas in their own building on the road Christmas Eve. And if it wasn't for the injuries, I'd be like this today. I, I wouldn't sweat it. I wouldn't sweat it. Dude, Dallas, it, hey, 
Dallas is so overhyped. It's funny. Oh, hell, what's this? I don't care. With Gardner Minshew, I think Dallas goes into Lincoln Financial. If they play him in a playoff game, a divisional round, I think they beat him. I think the Eagles beat the Cowboys. I, I, I did. As long as you get Lane back and Avante, I don't know what CJ's. I don't know what his status is. I thought the. I'm seriously, guys. I hope you guys look. I want this to land the right way for you. I didn't come out of that game against Dallas thinking you were less than Dallas. The only reason that you're maybe less than Dallas now and some of the other teams in the league is clearly because of personnel issues. Hey, but but one guy, I will say this. Hey, you got to have a conversation with Quez Watkins and ask him if he wants to play in a tough league or not because he's soft as tissue. That guy needs to be tougher. He's just not tough. Okay, I don't know what his problem is, but son, you are not a tough football player. When you go up, you got to fight for your quarterback. He's, I mean, I'll tell you what, man, very disappointed in his play. Very disappointed. Now I know why he's got limited catches because nobody trusts him. Dude, he was soft. Hey, and no disrespect to you. Someone better ask Darius Slay, is he okay? You know what Darius Slay did on Twitter to me? After I said this, I go, Slay. So he sent me a DM message, and then he blocked me, and he goes, hey, I'm having some issues. Whatever that means. I sent one back to him, and I said, dude, nobody cares about your issues. A lot of people don't like to, I told you, telling people the truth is more harmful to some people than lying to them. It's a good football team with a limited coaching staff, a really good general manager, and an emotional head coach. I don't, I don't subscribe to that coaching staff. I think, um, you know what? Some would go like this. Sills, have you seen the record of the Eagle coaching staff since the 2-5 and five start? I go, I do. That's like telling me that Matt LaFleur is a great coach. You see his record? I don't give a shit what his record is. He's not a very good coach. The players have put up a good record in Green Bay because of Aaron Rodgers, not because of Matt LaFleur. I think Matt LaFleur, you give him any quarterback in the league, except the premier guys, he'll be 7-10. and 10. Seven. He may be a lottery team. without When Rodgers leaves Green Bay, Green Bay will be a lottery team. Matt LaForce got this crazy great record. I don't think he's very good. Shane Stockton has not protected Jalen Hurts. And Jonathan Gannon against premier wide receivers, 
No, they did a really good. Slade was healthy, though, or something when he took on Justin Jefferson. You know, it's almost like he played against Justin Jefferson and Darius Slade took a nap the rest of the time. Like, ever since that, that first Dallas game, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen Darius Slade. I haven't seen him make a play. The artist, Seals is right, but I'm kind of glad they lost because if they won, they would have probably sat for most of a month and came out cold. Now they're going to be forced to have to play this thing through. Artist, not, not a bad take. How many times have you seen wildcard teams go into, like, you know, postseason baseball, they're hot, they go on and win a World Series? You want to hear something crazy? You know the Marlins have never won a division crown, but they've won two World Series. Why? Because they were in playoff mode for the last month of the regular season, and when they got into the regular season, shit, they were already playing playoff baseball. You had a playoff mentality. Green Bay right now is playing playoff football. They're playing playoff football right now in their minds because they have to. Every game matters now. They can't lose. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing playoff football. You know what the Eagles are playing? Should I play Jalen or not? Should we wait? That's not playoff mindset. The Eagles don't have a playoff mindset right now. They have a strategy mindset. They're, they're playing strategy. When there's other teams like the Buccaneers, the Packers, the Dolphins, these guys are all in playoff mode. They're all – Cincinnati's in a playoff mode to try to get the number one seat in the AFC. Buffalo knows that they have Kansas City and Cincinnati on their heels. They're in playoff mode too. And here's where the Eagles are. Well, you know, should we play them or not? We got injuries on – shit, that's not playoff mindset, my friends. That's not a playoff mindset. So now it's bad that we're 13 and two. Who said that? You're just not as good as these other. Yeah, wait a minute. So now it's bad that you're 13 and two. No, you're not the same team now without those players on it. Common sense, guy. Common sense. Try acting and using it. What have I said that's wrong? You think football team today that you were on Friday without Lane Johnson, Avante Maddox, and a banged-up Hurts. If you think that, there's no conversation between you and me here. Eagles 31, Saints 16. Then the team takes a three-week vacation. Marcus, I don't think you're I don't think you're gonna put up that kind of points against the Saints. I do not believe you're gonna put 31 points up against the Saints. Is that game in New Orleans? Is that game Fresh, thank you very much. Is that game in New Orleans? Just asking. Philly, great. Great. 
That's an advantage. Great. Great. Great, great, great. I don't want to go to the Superdome. I do not want to go to the Superdome. Weird things happen there. You do not want to go to the Superdome because those fans are crazy, psycho. And because the NFC South sucks so bad, almost everybody's still in the thing. And people are playing for jobs. Shit, Dennis Allen's probably coaching for his job. I I love the fact it's in Philly. That helps so much. Fans will be in the, the fans in Philly will be a, they'll be a factor in that game this weekend. Two and five. I've played in that game in a bowl game and in a professional football game. It's allowed, it's that in the old Hubert Humphrey dome. Those domes were just out of hand loud. I mean, like I used to get like this and you, your, your voice would you'd lose your voice and you didn't know why it's because you were screaming at your teammate on the sideline and you're this close to him. Okay. See, here's what I don't want to do. Here's what I don't want to do. I don't want to have to win home field advantage against the giants. You never know in those divisional games. Hey, look, if somebody said to me, hey, 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 Dan, um, Washington, you think they'll split against Washington? I would have went like this. Um, nah, they'll split again. No, they'll split against potentially the Giants, not the Commanders. Now they're going back to Wentz. Can you imagine Wentz knocking you at a home field advantage? This guy's playing for Washington. He's going to play down the stretch. You imagine having to see that guy in the playoffs? That's going to be interesting. Some pretty good storylines. I think Washington plays the Cowboys in the final week of the season, if I'm not mistaken. I think I think it's Cowboys and Washington final week for those two teams. I don't know who Washington has this week. Let him in. I, I say the same thing. Carson Wentz, that's a, that's a fishy deal. I don't fear Wentz either, man. I don't fear. But as of right now, here's the playoff picture. Let me give it to you. Here's the playoff picture. In the AFC... Bill's number one seed. Boy, I'll tell you what. There's some quarterbacks in the AFC, boy. There's some quarterbacks in the AFC. You got Allen in the Bills with the number one seed in the bye. You got Mahomes in the two-hole, Chiefs. You got Burrow in the three-hole and rapidly moving and getting better. You've got... Trevor Lawrence that looks like a Pro Bowl quarterback in the four hole. You got Lamar Jackson in the five hole. In the six hole, you have Justin Herbert, who is playing incredible ball. By the way, he's in the playoffs. Kudos. Then you've got the Dolphins, whatever that shit show is. They'll never make it. Somebody else will hit that. So you would have Chiefs and Dolphins as of today. I don't think the Dolphins are making it. 
Then you would have Bengals and Chargers. What? Joe Burrow versus Justin Herbert in a playoff game. Then you'd have Trevor Lawrence versus Lamar Jackson. Dude, that AFC playoff race is going to be just littered with great and young faces and quarterbacks. NFC, Eagles, number one seed. Then you have the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. The Niners, it just doesn't seem who's the quarterback there. This is Kyle Shanahan's best year coaching. And he has to get considered and strong consideration for NFL Coach of the Year. He's done a great job. He's on his third quarterback. And they're the hottest team in the NFC right now. Then he got Brady. I know. Brady in a playoff game. Really? Who would you rather face? Would you rather face Dimes Jones or Tom Brady in the playoffs? <laughs> you got the Bucks at four. Then you got Dak and the Cowboys at five. The Cowboys want to stay there at five. That's the best they can do. Then you got the Giants at six and the Commanders at seven. Can you imagine Carson Wentz coming off the pine and putting the Commanders into the playoffs? And then leading his team to the NFC Championship game? Can you imagine him potentially leading a team to the Super Bowl? It would be Nick Foles revised and reversed. He's got an opportunity now. He knows that. Let me get my team to the playoffs. Let me get them to a conference title game. All the things that happened in Philly could be erased. Vikings and Commanders. 49ers and Giants. Bucks and Cowboys. And right there, Bucks and Cowboys, the winner of that game would play the Eagles. So you're either going to get the Cowboys and Dak again, or you'd get the Bucks. That's if you win home field. You're going to get the winner of that Bucks and Cowboys. You're either going to get Tom Brady in what could be potentially his last game, or you're going to get Prescott, who's now 8-3 and three versus the Philadelphia Eagles in his career. And you're banged up. It's become a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of intrigue now. Dofi goes, I'd rather play Brady, really. Dallas better not. Dallas. But Dallas shits the bed. Tom Brady's won 38 postseason ball games. You want to get into a game with him? One game, 60-minute ball game with Brady or Dak. Who do you want to take? Dak? Dumb. Gardner Mitchell almost beat him. Yeah, Swansky, you are going to, sh- what? So wait a minute here. Hang on for a second. So if you're saying Dallas doesn't get credit for beating your backup, then you don't get credit for beating the Cowboys earlier in the year, so we'll never know then this year. Is that right? Is that what you're thinking is? 
Well, you beat a backup too. That has to apply there. And if Dak beat a backup, okay, well, that has to apply there too. Okay, I mean, you can't have it both ways. You see, that's what the Eagles and their fans want to do right now. You want to have it both ways. You think you're the best team in the NFL right now, still, and you're not. And you, you know, you want to rest your guys. And by the way, I think you can either have one. Get home field advantage. And if that's a priority, or health. I don't think you can have both. Eagles have to decide this week. What's more important, health or home field? What's the point of having home field? Ask the, ask the Packers. What's the point of having home field if you're banged up and you don't have your unit out there? What's the point? If I don't have Jalen Hurts or Lane Johnson or CJ or Avante Maddox and I got home field, you're not beating Dallas. You're not beating them without those players, Hurts, Lane, Avante, CJ. You're not beating Dallas. You're not beating them with those players gone. You're not beating them. You're not beating them. Health, home field. Health, home field. What's the priority for the Novacare brain thrust? What's, what, what's the priority? You can't have both. You're at the part of the season where you cannot have both. I don't think the Eagles have momentum right now. I think the Niners, the Bengals, here. I think the Bengals, Niners, Bills, Chiefs, shit, the Jags, Chargers. I think those are the teams with the momentum. I don't think the Eagles have momentum. How can you have momentum coming out of a loss like that? And a loss like that, by the way, I mean like this, where you lose significant personnel. Once again, I want to underline it. I didn't come away any with any different philosophy about the Eagles. I promise you that. You're a better team than Dallas. Not with those guys gone, you're not. Home field? Jack O'Sills doesn't believe the shit he's saying. Just as, What? I completely believe everything I'm saying here. Completely. What? You don't believe? Well, wait a minute here. Before I take the time out, so you still believe that you think you're the the best team in the NFC without Hurts, without Lane Johnson, without Avante Maddox. Dude, Christmas is over. Reality's back, okay? Jesus Christ, how dumb can you be? MVP race, top 10 NFL teams. Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia, bottom of the hour. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. 
call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messa and Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. National football coach, boy, Big Bill. Hopefully, all had a food and football holiday weekend. Really great stuff, man. Got a chance to eat your favorite foods and all that. Watch some great football. Things are shaping up to be a really great stretch run here. Please hit the like button. Um, real quick. Here's another I told you so. And I'm sorry that this is an I told you so. By the way, I'll do the good and bad here. I did it in the last hour, and I'll do it here. Congratulations to Devontae Smith. 1,000 yards. Eagles have two guys over 1K. First time in team history. Fantastic. It really is. But again, 
here's one thing we've got to always remember. You were drafted in the first round. I'm thanking you for doing your job. But I said he wouldn't. He got there. Three Alabama wideouts now. Marty Cooper, this dude here, and Jalen Waddle is a weapon. Jalen Waddle is a weapon. He's a weapon. Dude, no disrespect to Devontae Smith. He ain't that guy. That's a, that guy's spectacular. He's spectacular, Jalen Waddle. And this is really I told you so kind of thing. It's time to shut this thing down with Tua. Concussion protocol, again? You can't build your team around two things. An injured quarterback or a dual threat guy. Tua is dual. Tua is, he's been injured the last five years. I don't ever remember Tug of Iola not being injured. It's a darn shame. People rooting for him? I'm rooting for him. Come on, man. How many concussions can you have in a year? Five? Five? Right? Smitty's Megatron. I don't think so, guy. <laughs> uh, let's not go nutty here. It's time for the Dolphins in the NFL to shut that thing down. It's time for that to go down. It's, it's over. I mean, come on, man. You want something catastrophic? You know, you know. Can I can I tell you before we move on to the MVP race, top ten NFL teams? A little bit more on the Eagles and Cowboys. The only time that the concussion issue is going to be taken serious by the league and by the advertisers and the networks is when someone is killed on the field. That's the only time this is going to make a factor. You know how all the time we see those um, those crazy guys when they go into malls and they shoot it up and people start talking about gun control? That's what this is going to be. It's going to be like one of those kind of conversations one day. Head trauma. Because now we just talk about it. Nothing gets done. And the owners kind of just brush it off. Keep it in courts. They don't care. Shit, they're waiting for all the players in the past to die so they don't have to pay anybody. They don't care. Shit, Jerry Jones two years ago was telling you, football, we haven't proven that it causes CTE. Really, Jerry? Okay. The only time that we're going to see something significant by the league and by people in Congress is when someone's killed on the field. It's going to have to be something dramatic like that. Then we start talking about gun control, you know, all that. Sad but true, I know. That it would have to get to that level because the 32 owners don't want to address it. I completely agree. Sad. And see, some would say, Seals, are you being overdramatic but the way you're saying it? No, I have no other avenue what to say on how you would handle concussions. Someone's got to die, in the, or someone, if they die on the field, God forbid, is the only time something will happen. Alf? Alf. Me too. Me too. 
Me too. Mm. Underline here. Let's go back a little bit more before we get to the MVP race and the top 10 teams in the NFL. By the way, I think you're going to be very disappointed where I have the Eagles as the top 10 teams. I didn't come away from that Cowboy loss going like this to you guys. Uh, the, the Cowboys are better. <laughs> On the contrary, I thought Dallas eked it out. You see them doing victory laps and all that shit? Okay, if the, if the Philadelphia Eagles don't turn the ball over four times, I think they blow them out. I, I, I think the Eagles could have blew them out. I, I, I do. Dan, are the Eagles overrated? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Are the Eagles overrated? Are you kidding me? You know what's overrated? Micah Parsons. That kid digs in the secondary. For the Cowboys, he's not that good, dude. CeeDee Lamb was better than I thought, but Jonathan Gannon made him look like that. Soft-ass zones, running for free. And by the way, like I said in the first hour, TJ Edwards blows in pass coverage. He blows. Terrible. Travis goes, Dan, the Vikings are frauds. Hey, dude, I've never seen more of a cardiac team in my life than Minnesota. You know, one week, you're watching them play. They got to come back from 33. Then the next week, they're OT. You're like, Jesus, man. That team, I don't know. Is it good coaching? The players? Their defense is not very good. Here's the big sales top 10 NFL teams. Number 10, I got the Giants. Brian Dable has done such a good job. By the way, that kid, Kayvon Thibodeau, who you'll see in the final game of the regular season, he's a player. Thibodeau can play. Barkley has had a really good year. I think the Giants have a decision to make. I still think they should probably try to go after Derek Carr or maybe Garoppolo in the offseason. But if Dimes Jones gets the Giants into the playoffs, I mean, I don't know how you look at it, but at least Brian Dable got the most out of a first-round draft choice, and you could always let him loose by saying, he's just not the guy for us. We're going to move on from him. But he won, and so it doesn't make the, the pick look as – how about this? The Dimes Jones pick – Okay, I'm not going to say it's Carson Wentz because Wentz was a factor in the 17 Super Bowl. I don't care how you you look at that thing. Giants get Minshew? Look, man, I'm going to say this to you. I think Gardner Minshew could play in a lot of places. But am I building my team around him? I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure. You know? I'd like to give him a year, though. You, you, you know what, you know, Marcus Mariota getting that year down in Atlanta? I'd like to see if he can take a year and, you know, I mean, Brock Purdy has to be opening people's eyes in San Francisco. Nine, the Ravens. Boy, John Harbaugh 
is John Harbaugh, in my opinion, is a better coach than his brother, Jim. And Jim's name's being brought up again for potential NFL jobs. He's got a great record, 44-19-1. Does Jim Harbaugh, when he coached the 49ers? But John Harbaugh's done a great job with that football team. He's a heck of a football coach. One of the most underrated coaches in the league. The Chargers. Brandon Staley saved his job. You see him butt-kissing after the game, giving a game ball to Dean Spanos. Holy cow. You talk about kissing your boss's ass. He knew his job was on the line. Justin Herbert is sensational. That kid is sensational. When you got Mike Williams and Keenan Allen as your wideouts and Austin Eckler in the backfield, and now you're going to get that left tackle back, I'll tell you what, man, look out. And, and you're getting Joey Boza back on the other side of the football to Khalil Mack? I'm going to say something to you, man. The Chargers look pretty good. That's a football team getting – watch this. The Chargers are getting healthier, and the Eagles are having injuries. Who would you rather be right now? Getting healthy or not being healthy? <laughs> King Poodle goes, bolts are one and done. Well, if you don't have Jalen Hurts or Lane Johnson or Devontae Maddox, I think the Eagles are too. I got the Vikings at seven. I've been pushing them up between seven and eight. I just don't buy it. I just don't buy it. Keenan goes 13 and two. You ain't a 13 and two team without Lane Johnson, Jalen Hurts, and Vontae Maddox. You're not, you're not 13 and you're not a 13 and two team. You'd get waxed by the Niners today. Or the Bengals. Waxed. That Eagle team, if they took on the Bills or any of the upper echelon teams, would get waxed without the players that no CJ, no Maddox, no Lane. I got the Cowboys at six. I came out of that Eagle game doing this. Okay, congratulations, I guess. Hey, the Jags look like a pretty good football team now, don't they? That loss wasn't as devastating. Hey, by the way, that Jags team that the Eagles played back then to the team that is right now, completely different ball team. What, do you think the Jags are the same team that you beat? They're not. Here's your top five teams. So, the Big Seals top five, Giants at 10, Ravens nine, Chargers eight, Vikings seven, Cowboys six. Here's your top five. I got the Eagles at five. Not because they're not good, because you're hurt. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Fully healthy, are you the best team in the league? One of two. But without your guys, you're the fifth best team in the league right now. You can't lose Lane Johnson. Some of these other significant losses you've had. And tell me you think you're still the best team in the league. You're not. Watch this. Jack Driscoll is the same as Lane. 
He's the same. No drop-off. <laughs> Keenan goes, bad take. We have two guys hurt. No. Your left tackle's been playing hurt all year. Your right tackle's out now. Maybe for the remainder of the year. Your safety, it seems that all the shit has gone to hell when he's out, that Avante Maddox kid. CJ's out. So you think missing a future Hall of Fame football player is no significant matter. (laughs) I got the Chiefs at four. I got the Bills at three. I got the 49ers at two. And I think the best team in the NFL right now is the Cincinnati Bengals. I think Joe Burrow's playing as good as anybody has for long. That guy's got a ton of touchdowns. Dude. And get this. He's already done shit. He, he's going back for more. He's going back for the chip. Can you imagine if that kid gets back to a Super Bowl in two years, you would have taken the Bengals the back-to-back Super Bowls and potentially winning it? This guy is putting on a show like Mahomes has. That Bengal team is steamrolling right now towards the playoffs. They're the hot, I think they're the hottest team in the league. I saw that, Richie. That's going to be a factor, too. But remember something, Richie. Richie says that the Bengals lost their right tackle. But remember, well, hey, five-star, they were in the Super Bowl last year. How are they trash? Your team was destroyed in the playoffs last year. I mean, you have no playoff experience except for getting killed. Burrow took the worst offensive line in NFL history to a Super Bowl a year ago. I think he'll probably be able to adapt again around it. So here are my top 10 teams as we come down the stretch here for the final two weeks of the season. And health does play a factor. Giants at 10, Ravens 9, Chargers 8, and they're rising. Vikings, I think they tread water. I look at them. And I look at that record and I go like this. I don't know. Seven. Cowboys, six. Eagles, five. Chiefs, four. Bills, three. Niners, two. Bengals, one. Those are your top 10 NFL teams. Today. Lane, watch this. If Lane Johnson's on that team, the Eagles were probably two. The Eagles right now are not better than the Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, and Bengals. You're not. You're not better than those teams with your personnel situations of being where they are. You're not. This happens every year. Keenan goes, but the Eagles five is too low. Yeah, but know this. 
Here are the five teams, though, Kanan, that can win the Super Bowl. Any one of these five can win it. Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Bengals. Any one of those teams. The rest of them, watch this. Cowboys, come on. Vikings, come on. Chargers, I don't know. Ravens, no way. Giants, no way. We have five teams in the NFL that have now separated themselves that can win this. The Super Bowl is going to come from those five teams. The Super Bowl champion is going to come from those five teams. Bengals, 49ers, Bills, and Chiefs, and Eagles. Those five. Those five teams. I think the rest of the league, right? Watch. Washington, the Giants, Seattle, who else? The Bucks. only, get this, I don't, even with Brady, the Bucks, Carolina, New Orleans, come on, man. There's five teams, five teams, Philiopolis. With the current roster you have right now, all banged up, you have no shot to beat the Niners. Not happening. Winners of eight straight, killing teams. Your offensive coordinator putting your quarterback in harm's way in Chicago. Yeah, that's a great staff. Philadelphia has the worst situational play calling staff in the league. Between your D coordinator, allowing CeeDee Lamb to eat you alive, and then you getting your quarterback banged up. Shane Steichen's put this great offense together. Jalen Hurts is the offense. If you don't have Jalen Hurts on that team, those coaches are dog shit. You know what it looks like? Brady in New England. It does. Hey, Jalen, if the pass route's not there, take off running. That's where you missed Hurts. If Hurts plays in that game, he probably has one or two less turnovers, probably has 70, 80 yards rushing, and guess what? I think they beat the Cowboys by 10. Seals, did our wide receivers eat the Cowboys alive? That's why I said I think you guys would have won by 10 if Jalen was out there. He would have protected the ball and ran the ball. This Eagle team, again, you have to remember something. This is not like college football. The team you saw in September and the team that you saw in October – Today is not the same team. I came away from Dallas doing this. Well, man, I'll tell you what. They played really well, the Eagles. And for the way Minshew played, I was okay with it. But then over the last 48 hours when we see Lane's out, Maddox is out, I don't know what's up with Slay. There's so many things. Right now, they're not the best team in the NFC. They're not the best team. That best team, in my opinion, is in San Francisco. They've won eight straight. And it doesn't seem to matter who the quarterback is. 
And by the way, they're letting that guy, Brock Purdy, throw the ball. I mean, do you see the game-winning touchdown he threw uh, to Kittle? I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Is Mr. Irrelevant? Holy shit. Let's bring in our friend Gary Cobb. And it's been a very, um, I would say, troubling 48 hours for the Eagles. By the way, real quick, hopefully you had a great holiday, my friend. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, despite, but, you know, I don't know that um, maybe in the long run this winds up being a good thing, but uh, that was uh, awful what, what happened. That was awful because some of the things, I mean, like with the, you mentioned Slay. How are you going to let um, the kid on third and, and 30. 30? Nobody tells the kid, what are you doing up here faking a blitz? You got deep, you got uh, the deep half back here. What are you doing? Get your butt back here. You know, I mean, somebody's got to be going off on them. You got veteran players have got to tell young kids, you cannot let them come in there and cost you the game because – that kid was he. I don't know where his head was. I mean, he was that was horrible. Uh, but you know, you got to have veteran players step in there and let that kid be up there. I mean, Slay, the way he played. I mean, that was very disappointing. Guy you know what, too, Gary? He hasn't yeah. really played really good ball, in my opinion, since the yeah. first Dallas game. I mean, I don't know what it is, but I'll yeah. tell you this, and I want I want to throw this at you here too. This is what I saw here. And look at the significant. Now we're now in a significant conversation about Jalen not being on the field. Now we have Lane out. And I want to show yep. you something here. To me, this is why I got a problem with Shane Steichen. I watched mm -hmm. that Buffalo game, Gary. Mm -hmm. And I watched how Buffalo handled Josh Allen. He threw the ball only for 152 yards. But guess what? They ran the ball for 350 or 250 yards. They mm -hmm. blew him out 35-13. And they protected the quarterback going into the Cincinnati game where they know mm -hmm. they're going to have to try to win home field again, advantage yeah. against the Bengals. Mm -hmm. The game yep. plan that the Eagles have, hey, if it's not open run, they need to do a better job of protecting this guy. Can you imagine, Gary, going from 13-1 and one to potentially being a wild card team? I know. You didn't protect your quarterback? You know, I, I tell you, you know, they, they this happened gradually. You know, that's yes. why I, I never was crazy about, you know – I mean, fine, you're tricking people and everything. Guess these good teams, it's not going to be trickery that's going to win. You look at, you mentioned the Niners, and that's why, I, I mean, I'm thinking about them. I see a, a physical team, man, and you got to stay, you got to keep your edge. You got to keep your physical edge. Football's not a nice sport. I What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Apologize to everybody. It's not about nice. And I look at guys on that team, and I'm saying, I see a soft, I see too much soft stuff. Quez Watkins, man, look. Wow. Dude. Go, just get lost, man. We cannot have soft guys out there like that where somebody's taking the football from you and you're almost acting like you, you know, I mean, I, I don't even want to just totally, I mean, no, stuff I get like it. that. Never respect anything like that. Where you, look, you're out here with us and you don't want to fight for the football. 
We got no business throwing the ball to anybody like that. You do not belong in our uniform. You are not going to win with that. That type of stuff, and it, it happens gradually where you that seeps in. Like I said, you're tricking people with the amount of people in the box and all that stuff. Look, against good teams, you're not going to be able to do that stuff. You're going to have to get down here, look man to man, and you're going to have to beat that man across from you. That's what you can never get away from that. Like, you do a little trickery and everything, but against good teams, you're not going to be able to trick them and, and, and trick your way up to a Super Bowl championships. That's not where it's going to happen. So that's the thing that ultimately you don't ever want to get away from that. How about and, this, and, Gary? Yeah. The Eagles are right now in a organizational decisions on players, whether to play them or not play them, yep. who's hurt, who's not. Green Bay's in a playoff mode. Tampa Bay's in a playoff mode. Dallas is in a playoff mode. Yep. Here we are with two weeks left. We're we're worried about front office decisions on who's going to play or not. Do you think you lose a little focus on where you are in the room right now as you're getting ready for the postseason? I mean, there, there seems that's why we see baseball teams sometimes, Gary, that are wild card teams that go on and yep. win the World Series. That's right. Because they've been in playoff modes for yep. like a whole month prior to getting in. You're right. And they're playing their whole ass off every single night. That's right. Do you see a little bit of that over the last couple of weeks here with the Eagles? You know, I, you know, if, if I were coaching and everything, I mean, I'm, I'm just always nervous about that because you see a tough team's going to come in and beat a soft team. Even if the soft team is a better team, you got to have your edge. You cannot lose that edge in football. You can't lose it because we talk about playing football, but you really fight football. You're really fighting. It's a fight, man. It's a fight. And if you ever get away and think that it's not a fight, then you know, you're gonna have you're gonna get punched in the mouth. And they got punched in the mouth. And and I'll tell you what, watch out for New Orleans, because New Orleans is gonna, they're gonna come in, they're gonna they're gonna be ready to fight too, because they got nowhere to go. I mean, they're fighting for their lives. See, they're and they're in playoff mode. They're in playoff mode. That's right. That's right. And some of these other teams, they're gonna be that way. And the Eagles, you know, they got they got to go find their edge. And 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 a lot of these young kids, you know, uh, they got to learn what this game is really about. And unfortunately, you know, uh, some of the things that happened, uh, uh, you know, the other day, that was that was that was really. I mean, they have you know just when you just give these guys the game, and I got to give I got to give Dallas credit. Dallas was playing where that defense, they were going after turnovers. They were looking for turnovers. And I got to give them credit. The Eagles just didn't give it to them. Dallas took it. Absolutely, Gary. So they Absolutely, took the ball from Gary. the guy. He took the ball. And, and, and they were trying. To, they were going after Miles, too, like people talk about on that fumble. First, it was uh, Micah going after the ball. He didn't get it. The next guy ended up getting it out of there. They were going after the turnover. They were going after it. And see – you got to play where you are the toughest team on the field. And the Eagles have got to get that. They got to be back to that. Ultimately, I tell you, a tough team will always beat a soft team. Man. And I don't care how much trickery you want to try. That's why I, I never was crazy about the tricking stuff. Because believe me, it's just like a fight. You got to fight. You got a small ring. You're going to get punched in the mouth. So you better get ready to punch him in the mouth. And knock his head off, or you're gonna get your head knocked off. Absolutely, man. That's where that's where we're at now. It's that time of the year. 
Absolutely. Gary, help me out here, man. I mean, I made a comment today about TJ Edwards. I'm going to say this to you. He has been exposed when it comes to covering tight ends. He Mm -hmm. cannot cover tight ends. And he's a liability, in my opinion, in pass protection. And if you're going to play that soft zone – C.D. Lamb was running underneath the entire day. I mean, if you're going to play like that and you've got a linebacker who can't cover tight ends, am I wrong when I'm saying that or am I seeing something? Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, this is the first – you know, he's – unfortunately, I mean, they they, they really exposed a number of things. Now, as I say, they could be doing you a favor by exposing it. But he definitely was taken to school. I mean, it just seemed like he just – just was unable to get it done. Now – he, he had surprised me all year with the way he had played against uh, pass. He was doing such a great job. But, th- but that, that game, that was just an awful game, man. That's why, you know, looking at it, uh, maybe they, do it, they did us a favor by, by showing these guys, you know, how, and really exposing things. Josiah Scott, I tell you, that young fella, I tell him, young son, son can't play for us. Can't not play for us. I mean, uh, C.D. Lamb took him to school, and then the kid on third and 30, he does not have enough sense. And Slay was part of it, too, because he didn't tell the kid. He's up there faking a blitz on third and 30, and you got deep half. This kid's up there faking a blitz. Are you Not a lot me? of communication out there, was there? No, there, there wasn't communication. I mean, they, they just... The, the older guys, come on. You do not let a kid do that. You tell them, look, man, get your butt back there, man. You got deep, you got deep half. You know, we're starting and 30. We got we, we don't need to fake these guys. You let everybody know in the huddle. That means in the huddle, guys are not get getting it clear about what we're trying to do on each play. So you got to have somebody running that huddle, and and and, and that means you, you got the, the veterans not doing their job on the team, man, because you don't let a kid come in there and screw stuff up. You don't let that if you got good veteran leadership on your team. You don't let him come in there and do that. Because but this kid came in here, he wasn't ready. Um, they, uh, they obviously he, he's not doing a good job of looking at tape and being ready. Where all of a sudden somebody goes down, they go, "Hey, get in there!" And you go, well, "Me? Yeah, you. You've been getting the check. You've been stealing the check. That's what you've been doing. You've been stealing the check because you're not ready to play." And unfortunately, uh, the kid Josiah Scott, he was not ready to play. Josiah, whatever you, he, he, not, he, not ready to play, man. Not ready to play here. Not right. ready to play. Not ready he, to play in a uniform, but not ready to play. That means you've been bad. stealing because hey. you get a check and you haven't had to play. And then when you when they ask you to play, you're not ready. That means you've been stealing money because you weren't preparing to play. The you injury to Lane Johnson and the significance of it, especially if it has to bleed into the postseason, yeah, is what to this team? It's, it's going to be another gut check. It's going to be another gut check, man, where they have got to uh, – either they're going to move um, Jordan Maialata to that right side and put Andre Dillard in there. They think he's ready to go. Uh, but, you know – I mean, you said it. Come on, can you go to San Francisco if you got weak no. tackles? You don't. You don't trust your tackles. You know, even if they're getting help, man, you can't go out there with anybody bleeding. Because I'm telling you, we're gonna we're gonna find out. And isn't but it Gary, amazing? When as you good do as Steve that, Mark, Gary, 
when yeah. you move Mulata to the right tackle, mm-hmm. so you've got a banged up quarterback now who's yeah. got a throwing shoulder injury. Yeah, you're going to take your blind side, and you're going to put the lesser of the guy on the blind side. Boy, I'll tell you, they got some decisions well, to make in that building there. Yeah, I mean, that's a decision they got to make. I can't say I would jump up and do that. But, you know, but they, they've got to make a decision about, how you know, how good um, they feel about the tackle that they, you know, the kid that they put in there. Um, I forget his name right in, but the, the kid they had in the other, other day. Uh, do they trust him? to do enough, do a good enough job over there on that right side, see? See, because with Lane, a lot of times, they didn't care who was lining up over there. I don't care who the best defensive end in the league was lining up over there. They trusted Lane with him man-to-man with no help. And that's what he did all the you time. You think you leave Goddard over there, Gary, where get this, to take some of the production away from him. I thought he was awesome in that Cowboy game. Yeah. But now what you they didn't do go to him enough. that yeah. right tackle, say it's Driscoll, if you yeah. put him there, do you keep him there? Because you're going to have to help him sometime. You're going to have to help him sometime. Yeah, you're going to have to help him, or either times you're going to slide the line that way. Yeah, you know you're going to do different slide things protection. to give him help. You're not really going to just leave him by himself because you got to change that. You know, before, like I said, with Lane over there, they would just leave Lane by himself. They didn't worry about it. They send everybody out. You cannot play that anymore. They've got to have protection over there uh, because, you know, that kid is going to need some help. I mean, he, he's, he's decent, but we know that when he gets against some of these, these top shelf uh, pass rushers, man, kid's going to need help, you know, and then you're going to leave my by himself. Then he, he's going to be, have to be the one now, you know, they, they did a, uh, they did a good job against the Cowboys, you know, but, but you don't have lane anymore. You don't, you don't have him anymore for a while. Hopefully he gets back. That's not a guarantee, you know. So, so that's where we are. But that's the way, you know. That's the way football is, man. It just happens so quick to where it I seems mean, like they're you know, rolling Gary, along. Do you agree with this? I tell people yeah. this. I told them this today. I go, hey man, it's great to have that record and all, but here to me are the hottest teams in the NFL: Chiefs, yeah. Bills, 49ers, Bengals. You want to say the Jags? Jags mm-hmm. have played great. 49ers yeah. have won eight straight. You can have – the Eagles are not the team they were No, two weeks ago because yeah. of the injuries. It's because of the injuries. They're lesser, Gary, but they yeah. are lesser today because yeah. of the personnel that's been missing. I mean, the Avanti Maddox injury. Look. I can't believe look how, he's look that, how that game of a linchpin. I know. Come on. Look how that game changed when he left. Wow. He started the game, man. He's making plays. But Avante is, I mean, he's he's an outstanding cover guy. He's comfortable inside. He can play safety. So, you know, that play would not have happened. That third and 30 would not have happened with Avante Maddox in the game. But, you know, you you can't do that. You can't say, well, if this guy was healthy. Because the guy's not healthy. He's not in there. So, no use in sitting around daydreaming about if this guy, whatever. You got to play the people that that can go out there and play. So, with those injuries, man, it just changes the team like that. And, you know, I have to say that as great as Lane is, and Lane is a, he's one of the best opposite tackles I've ever seen, right? Yeah. But it the, the, the injury to Avante Maddox probably was more effect on the team because 
the way they utilized the way Dallas attacked the guy in the slot. They got C.D. Lamb in there. He's running free the whole rest of the day. And then also the kid got to play safety. You know, they play a, a two-deep zone, and this kid can't get deep on a two-deep zone, and you got third and 30? Are you kidding me? Completely true. Let me let me ask you this here. Gardner Minshew's play. I w- Gary, for a guy that had one practice this week and went to a funeral for Mike mm-hmm. Leach, came back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. 355 yards, two receivers with 100 yards catching. Yeah. I, w- I was good with him, man. I mean, look. I think where they missed Jalen the most was in the mm-hmm. third down run game. Yeah. That's where I, I think because the passing game was pretty good. Maybe Jalen protects the ball more a little bit, but your take on Minshew playing. Well, I, I thought Minshew played well. I thought Minshew played well. The unfortunate thing is, you know, he didn't get help from his teammates, and that, that's where they had those turnovers. You're not going to win with four turnovers. Correct. And I can't say they were totally his fault, but it was he was partially there. But, you know, you, you got guys that won't help him. Now, he's used to throwing the ball to Quez Watkins because, you know, in practice they throw the ball. Look, you can't throw the Quez, the, the, you know, in a, a situation where it's a contested ball with the money on the line. We know this kid is not a fighter, man. We can't make that, you know, and that, that decision there, you got to scratch him off when, when the money's on the line. That kid, he did not fight on, for the ball. He didn't fight for the ball. And then the other times you had Miles put the ball on the ground. You had the time uh, where there was kind of a uh, the, the, the handoff was was uh, wasn't in sync. You can't you can't turn the ball over four times. You're not going to win in the NFL, e- even against a bad team. You're not going to win. So, you know they got to get better. They they got to really they got to be tough on themselves, and they got to turn things around quick because you know it's going to get serious. And it's going to be one and done. Right, here, here, Gary, let's put that scenario out there then. Yeah. What's the most important thing right now, do you think, at the NovaCare Center for those guys? Health or home field? I don't think you can have both, Gary. I think you either because, look, th- do you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Do you really want to have the last game of the year against a divisional opponent and the Giants have to decide home field advantage? Some would go, well, they killed the Giants the last time. I'm like, well, the Washington first game, the Eagles destroyed Washington. They came back because they know what you were cooking, and it was a different ball game in that second game. How would you play these next two weeks if you're Philly? Well, I'm going to have to have a talk uh, with my football team, and and, and I'm going to talk to Jalen Hurts, um, and I want to know how he really feels. I mean – uh, you know, if he can play, you know, uh, you know, if he can play, then, you know, I might have to go with him. Um, that's something I really got to, I got to think about. I, I thought, um, I thought Minchu was capable of generating and I, and I really think Minchu can generate enough points to beat the saints because the saints aren't going to score a lot of points. You know, they don't have the explosiveness that the, uh, the Cowboys have. So I, I think I could go into this game. I think I could win this with Minshew. But, but see, the whole thing is they got to take care of the football. Even against the Saints, if they do not take care of the football, they'll lose the game. So, uh, you know, I'm, man, that's a tough one. Because, you know, if, he, if he's not all the way healthy, I don't want him. Um, because, Gary, I, check it out. What's the point of having home field if I don't have Lane 
and all of a sudden Hertz is banged up more. Yeah. And you got Maddox out now for extended period. We still don't know what CJ and when he's coming back. Yeah, and we I need mean, him back too. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to look at it like this because you're now cornered in a box. Do I play these guys against a defensive-minded guy in Dennis Allen? Now they yeah. did go for 238 last week. Mm -hmm. I mean, last year, running the yeah. ball against them. I'm yeah. just saying, I don't want home field advantage to have to come down to the giant game at the end of the season, even though it's at home. This is going to be a tough decision. Uh, you know, in this game against the Saints. It's going to be a tough one. I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to talk to them. I'm going to have a talk with this team. And I'm going to I'm going to tell them I'm going to let the team make the decision. I want to hear one of these guys. I want to hear what they got to say. What do they want to do? Because we got to start fighting. We got to fight more, man. We got we need fighters and we're going to have to claw and fight our way out of this. And, you know, if we're going to try to win anything, we got to get hungrier, man. We just got to play harder and, and we need to see a different team show up. But because we we've just kind of we've lost our edge and we got to get our edge back, and so I want to talk to this team about how do they feel about this thing because ultimately, you know, they got to prove that um, that they that that they're, they're the toughest team in this league because you're the second that's guy that said that today on our network. Yeah. Barrett yeah. Brooks said the same thing. He thought they lost a little bit of that fight. The last couple of weeks, he goes, he thought it showed up a little bit. And he, yeah. You know, with walk-ins and some of the other things that were going on out there, he thought there was like a, a focus issue. Like, you know, I mean, you're concerned about all these other things and all these other elements now. And I don't believe the Eagles are in playoff mode now. I, I believe that most of the teams right now that have some experience in the postseason, I think yeah. they look it, Gary. That's right. Well, they've, the had, they've had it. to be. You've had to be, you know, and sometimes, you know, when you you have this good record and everything, it puts an either it's almost like the coach has got to be the bad guy. And he knows the team starts getting comfortable thinking they're better than they are. See, and you start and you lose that edge, man. And, you know, all it all you need is a tough game. And all of a sudden somebody's kicking a field goal and you're going home. You know, that's how that's how quickly it happens. You might be the best team. But you don't show up with your best game, man. You know it's one and done in the playoffs, and I, you know, and I, I really, um, however, they got to get a hold of this team, and you know, you know, Jalen's the leader, and maybe that means him coming out and playing, even though he's somewhat banged up. Maybe that's what it needs. But they got, they got to get them. You know, if that's what I got to do, I got Jalen, man. We need you to go. One last one here. Yeah, pretty good accomplishment. Two receivers going over one K. Devontae yep. goes over 1K. I didn't think it would happen. It's happened. Just yep. your take on that. I mean, it shows well, the, I think it shows the, the evolution of the passing attack with the Eagles and with Jalen. I think so. And, you know, A.J. Brown, we know he's a great receiver. He's their number one receiver. That, you know, they throw to him more than anybody else. But I tell you, Devontae's shown so much in that game. He he showed, I mean, if anything, you show, he was playing. He, he was one of the guys playing in playoff mode. Yes. He was. He was playing some great football, and I, I just take my hat off to him because look how he's been kind of kicked to the curb. Some, but you haven't heard anything out of him, and see, he's kept his mode. At least one of the guys definitely playing with that edge that you need to see everybody else playing with. He was playing in the game against the Cowboys. Devontae Smith 
If anybody else showed up, he showed up, and he was playing great. I, I, I mean, he was making some catches and, and plays. That was great football. And so we need everybody else in that playoff mode that you mentioned. And maybe Absolutely. we need Jalen to play. If he, You know, he's the leader of the team, but he's got to help get these guys back into that mode, man. Absolutely. Gary, great conversation. These next two weeks are going to be some of the most interesting weeks for the Eagles on what they're going to do. They're banged up. They're going in a different direction where some NFL teams, this is where you want to be going in the right direction. I'm not That's sure right. the Eagles are in this divi- are in this direction here. I appreciate it, my friend. Have a great, hey, have rest a great of the week. Thank you, man. I, I, you too. You got it. That's my friend Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia. Make sure you check him out there too. All right. Hit the like button. Health or home field again. That's got to be the conversation going on today at the NovaCare Center. Also got MVP and also week 16 of the NFL. I haven't hit on yet. We're going to hit on all of this. Keep it here on the National Football Show. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder. And it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messa and Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? 
The Thrive Financial team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Football show. By the way, the 49ers are the best team in the NFC on December 27th. And I think the best team in the AFC on December 27th is the Bengals. Some would say, Sills, doesn't that change every week? Yeah. Haven't you been watching the season? Haven't you been watching one of the most interesting seasons in NFL history? This is why the NFL is the best. We don't have to sit around and cover a shitty Laker team. That's like 13 and 21 and talk about LeBron and shit because nobody wants to talk about Memphis. That's the beautiful thing about the NFL. It changes because you know why? Injuries change. Injuries change. Injuries change this league. Look at look at the dynamic of the Eagles being changed with the loss of Lane Johnson. Okay? Incredible. By the way, there are so many great quarterbacks in the AFC. Boy, I'll tell you, man. There's a ton of them over there that I like to build my franchise around. Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes, Allen. Dude, they got a they got a group over there on that side of the conference, man. There's no dual threat there. Those guys are all drop back guys, except for Allen, granted. But the Bills coaching staff is doing 10 times a better job than what the Eagles staff is doing. Allen's not missing significant games. He's in the fight right now for home field advantage. Where's your guy? We're debating. Should he play or not? Great. Dual threat. Not for me. I would never pay that guy the money he wants. Nor would I build my team around him. Because you know what? Once I get a drop back passer with that group of talent around him. John McMullen said this last summer. That team's built for a throwing quarterback, not a running quarterback. You got a guy who's not um, a great passing quarterback in the NFL that got two wide receivers a 1,000 yards. Josh Allen, that offense would look – your offense is supposed to look like the Dolphin offense. It's supposed to look like the Dolphin or the Bengal offense. The Eagle offense is supposed to look like the Bengals and the Dolphins. 
high-profile numbers, gigantic plus 25 plays, all of that, not RPOs, and determining whether or not my guy goes or not because they can't protect him and they don't know how to coach him. What I saw in Buffalo this past week confirms that I think that's a really good coaching staff. No wonder Brian Dable was in the building. That's a really good coaching staff. They know what they're doing with Allen. They know they got to protect him. <laughs> the guy Singletary had over 135 yards rushing. You're like, what? They don't have a running game. They went for 248. The Bear game was a game with the Eagles. That game was never close. 35-13. Killed. 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 Sean goes, you only care about numbers. No, I care about health. 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 Richie goes, Herbert has no playoff experience. Neither does Jalen. I don't know about getting your ass beat. His playoff experience and having announcers screaming at you because you couldn't find Devontae Smith in a game. Experience. Here's your MVP race, which Big Sills has a vote in. Number 10. By the way, we'll get into week 16. I want to hit on some of these games. They were really good football games. It shows you the it shows you how each and every single week you just don't know in the NFL. Cousins at number 10. Whatever you want to say. Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson are putting up historic numbers. They're putting up historic numbers. Cousins has to be in the conversation. Number 10. Number nine. I think the Dolphins are fading because the quarterback can't stay healthy. It's a shame. Tug of Viola just can't stay healthy. But I got Tyree Kill. God, man. Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill. I think the Eagles have really good wideouts. They are spectacular in Miami. <clears throat> they are spectacular. That is a spectacular wide receiving core. Number eight. A guy who has changed the entire look of the offense for the 49ers is Christian McCaffrey. They're getting Debo Samuel back this week. Christian McCaffrey has been a spark plug to that 49er offense. Boy, I'll tell you, man, San Francisco looks outstanding. They have the best defense in the NFL by far. Not close. Nobody in the NFL is close to that defense. Nobody. Their D coordinator is going to be a head coach. Unbelievable. San Francisco. Dude, Nick Bosa has wrapped up the Defensive Player of the Year award. He is killing people. 
Number seven, Trevor Lawrence. Doug Peterson, congratulations. You never know what a coach is going to look like when he goes to his next stop. Ask Josh McDaniel. Doug, you keep it up, dude. You're getting my coach of the year vote. What a job on Trevor Lawrence. What a job. NTN's now over 1,000 yards rushing. Dude, Doug, kudos. Doug Peterson has done an absolutely remarkable job, even if they don't win the division. Even if they don't, it has been an insane turnaround from that piece of shit Urban Meyer. A complete turnaround. Unbelievable. If you're Shade Khan, you're like this. Wow. This is what a football team's supposed to look like. This is what a football team's supposed to act like. This is a football team and how it's supposed to perform. Doug Peterson, man, kudos to you, dude. You got Trevor Lawrence as one of the guys you'd want to build your franchise around. Number five, Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts has played so well this year, has been such an impact. And I think Jalen, in my opinion, will finish in the top five by everything said and done. And it's been a remarkable year for him. Kudos to you, Jalen. You really have shown me you can play in this league. And you've improved in your passing. Personally, I think you're 99.9% responsible for having two 1,000-yard receivers on your football team for the first time in franchise history. Kudos to you, dude. The Eagles have to do a better job coaching staff-wise at protecting you, though. They got to have better game plans. And I'm not talking about designing plays. I'm talking about designing plays that protect the kid. Got Hurts at five. I got Justin Jefferson. He's probably going to go over 2,000 yards. And what's more important with him versus Tyreek Hill, his team's winning big. He's putting big numbers up. He's scoring big. And he, he's been sensational. If you you would probably say non-quarterback wise, Justin Jefferson has had the best year of any offensive football player in the NFL. That's not a quarterback. And here are your top three. Cousins at 10, Tyree Kill nine, Christian McCaffrey eight, Trevor Lawrence seven, Justin Herbert six, Justin Herbert, by the way. Wow. What a great player, man. Chargers make the playoffs, too. And Jalen at five. 
Is Jalen at five because he missed a significant game down the stretch completely? Same as Wentz in 17. Wentz was your hands-down MVP in 17. Justin Jefferson, four, here are your top three. I got Josh Allen at number three. Signed his contract and is doing everything that they've asked him to do. And you know what the most important thing is? Home field advantage and win games. And they are. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes has put up insane numbers this year. I don't really think he was all that great this past weekend. He made a really great play. And in my opinion, the MVP going into the final two weeks of the regular season is Joe Burrow. Joey B is doing it. This guy is, it's got a lot of Tom Brady in him. Look at what he's accomplished. And two full years of playing. The year first year he got hurt. He missed the other half of the season. But in his first two years starting, he's won an AFC championship. And now his football team looks like the best team in the AFC. And he's having an MVP season. Dude. Joe Burrow, man, he beats them all, too. He is a great football player. This guy's going to win a – I'll tell you what, he's going to win a Super Bowl. He's going to win a Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins at 10. Tyree Kill at 9. McCaffrey at 8. Trevor Lawrence at 7. Justin Herbert at six. This is for my vote. Jalen Hurts at five. Justin Jefferson at four. Josh Allen at three. Patrick Mahomes at two. And Joe Burrow at one. Remember what I told you guys months ago? Before I send the vote in, we'll all talk about it. But missing games almost deletes you from the conversation. It almost deletes you. Thank you, Trevor. Dude, I mean, look at the quarterbacks, too. Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, how young those guys are, all passers. I get Allen. He runs too much, and I agree. Thank you, Trevor. But, 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 pretty, but, pretty, I still think Jalen, if Jalen can play these last two, win home field, but he's not. He's going to, they only need one more win, so he's not going to play. He would have missed two of the final three games. Okay. And nobody is going to put a guy with 3,000 passing yards in as the MVP with a team that's got the same record as, say, the Vikings or the Bengals or the Bills. They're not. 
Those guys have been just as important. And they played in critical seating. See, this is critical seating situation. You're missing up. If the Eagles lose out, you're a wild card team. Dan, do you really think that? I don't know. It's not the same group it was on Friday. You've lost a lot of players. Jalen would smoke Joe if they played. <laughs> Joe Burrow wins playoff games, actually. So before you say that, win a game. Win a playoff game and not get killed in one. <laughs> oh, no. Holy cow. That guy opened it up. Xander. Hey, they did play a game. It was in college. It burrowed through for 700 yards and 18 touchdowns in that semifinal game. <laughs> and the greatness of Lincoln Riley got sent home. He did play against him. He kicked the shit out of Hurts. And that overrated Oklahoma team. <laughs> Lane's done. I wouldn't go there, and I'm not going to put that juju on him. I hope he's not done. That's a big lie. Brady was suspended for a suspension versus missing games because of injury. A little different. And for air in the football, everyone knew it was a joke. A joke. Jalen missed a football game because of dual threat. <laughs> dual threat is not sustainable and not worth $50 million to me. Not paying it. Kyler Murray signs it. <laughs> or Lamar. You think Biscotti and uh, John Harbaugh are sitting back going, man, we could have been ranked either third or second in the AFC if we had our guy. Instead, their guy's missing ball games for a third straight year, but you want to pay dual threat. Good luck to you. <laughs> Good luck. Seriously. Dual threat. I would never pay fifty. I would never pay thirty-five million dollars for Jalen Hurts. Inevitable, he'll be hurt. It's inevitable. If Justin Herbert gets hurt, the guy kind of relies on his wheels, but not 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 like anything to write home about. He's a pocket passer. Eagles are not overrated. Niners, they're not overrated. When they got their full. When they got their full parts, they're a good football team, dude. And probably the most complete. Joe's one hit away from being out of the league. Well, your guy's one hit away from not playing this week? Oh, is it going to be another week? So Josh Allen. You do not – Josh Allen's got a laser arm. Jalen Hurts in arm strength. Weird for that. Not even rem – It's a good question. Can we beat the Saints with Gardner in Europe? I do think that. 
pocket capacitor and has been injured a lot. Tom Brady's not been injured a lot. He missed one year, one in his career. Apologize about the internet here a little bit. I see that the internet's bugging out a little bit. Hopefully it comes back here in a second. Last I checked, pocket passers can't play with torn ACLs too. Yeah, but they can recover. They don't rely on that part of their game, guy. They don't rely on that part of their game. That's not who they are. You're missing my point. Dual threat relies. There's more things that you can be heard on with dual threat. Just running. And if a pocket passer hurts his knee, misses some time, I get it. You don't win with dual threat. Carlos, that's why the game plan this last weekend for the Bills was something I wish that the Eagles had done. They took care of Josh Allen. That's why they ran the ball against the Bears, a shitty three-win team. That's why they ran it. They saved their guy. They weren't worried about 1,000-yard receivers. They weren't worried about 4,000 yards. They were worried about getting out of town because they got a Monday night game against the Bengals, and they want Josh Allen 100% healthy. The ego of Steichen and Sirianni got that kid hurt. I will underline that and highlight that. That is one of the disappointing things of the coaching staff this year has been you got Jalen Hurts hurt and in a significant time of the year. Facts. Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. It's like comparing the moon and the sun. (laughs) Be crazy. All you have to do, you know, there was a guy by the name of Fred Akers who used to coach the Texas Longhorns back in the day. And he used to have a rule. And he talked about the rule when it came to players like Earl Campbell. You know what it was called? It was called the 20-foot rule. And you know what that is? All you have to do is see 20 feet of film on a guy, and you know he's it. When you turn on film for Josh Allen, I only need to see 20 feet, (laughs) and I got it. I got it. I got it. Thank God I missed it. Bill saw what happened. That's right, Peter. 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 Bill saw what happened to Hurts in Chicago and changed their game plan. I completely agree with you, Peter. Peter, I completely agree with you. I believe that, Peter, when I watched the Bills play against the Bears, I watched that game. I went watching the game and I went like this. I guarantee you they saw how Hurts got hurt in that game and how the Bears played defensively and how they went after the dual threat guy. And I guarantee you they changed the game plan up. They went for 248 on the ground. I completely agree with you. 
Jack, Hurts is first in percentage in the pocket. You take Jalen as a pocket passer, I'll take Josh Allen. Is this the Josh Allen show? Should be. That's a guy you build your franchise around. You don't build your franchise around Jalen Hurts. Where was the secondary? The secondary right now. Boy, I didn't really realize that Avante Maddox was that important to everything. Josh Allen threw an INT in the loss against the Vikings. So they're the number one seed right now going into a game against Cincinnati. Bro, that shows you how freaking great he is. He's got turnovers and his team is still number one. If Jalen had 19 turnovers, the Eagles would have five wins. You'd have five wins. Why am I? I'm not hating on Jalen. He was missing that game against the Cowboys. You would have won the game if he was the starting quarterback. There'd been some fewer turnovers, and Jalen would have been running the ball on third down. Your running attack clearly affected. Your passing game wasn't affected. Quez Watkins, dude, Quez Watkins is a turd. And the reason I say that, someone go, respect none. I don't have respect for people that are soft. Worst thing you can call a player. Worst thing. Soft. Well, he can't really cover tight ends that great. Okay. Work around the system. Hugh Douglas. TJ Edwards. But when you go like this, though, that guy, that guy's soft, man. Like a ladies compact. You're like, damn. You can't overcome being called soft. You're in the wrong sport for being soft. Dude, soft, man. He's your number three? Get that guy out of my huddle. Dude, this is fighting time. This is fighting time. You're fighting right now for home field. Dude, what a load off their back if they can get a win against New Orleans. I'm not sure about it. I'm really not. Somebody asked me earlier, Sills, do you think that the Eagles can beat New Orleans? Um, undermanned? I don't know. The game will be close. I'll probably be uh, and it's at home? Probably. Probably. Yeah, Watkins is fast. Well, I'd rather be tough and not as fast than fast in a worm. Hey, and by the way, Brady and Rodgers might actually make the playoffs. That'll be interesting. And if the Eagles are banged up, Brady and Rodgers, potentially one of them coming to town, interesting. Yeah, but we're still the best team in the NFL right now, even without Lane, even without Maddox. You know, Slay's playing like shit. I mean, hey, Sills, you know, we're still the (laughs) No, you're not. You're not better than San Francisco right now. But still, they lost to the Bears early. I don't care. (laughs) 
Vegas knows something. Eagles now six and a half point favorite. I believe that they're probably assuming that Jalen's going to play. Don't they need though? Yeah. And you got beat by a shitty Cowboy team. That Cowboy team's not good. What's good about the Cowboys? What, but seriously, what, what do you come away from that Cowboy game going, man, Cowboys are world beaters, dude. I mean, do you really come away from that game? I'll tell you this. I'll say it again to you. I know that the Lions got killed this past weekend. They completely laid an egg. That wasn't really unexpected, too, because right now, this first time they've been in a playoff position. I should have kind of thought that. But seriously, man, I don't know. I think the offense in Detroit's better than the offense in Dallas. Hey, whose wide receiving core would you rather have? Detroit's or Dallas's? Whose running game would you rather have? Detroit's or Dallas's? Whose offensive line would you rather have? Detroit's? Or Dallas's. I don't know. They seem pretty similar to me. Eagles are still number one. You keep it up there, East Candom, for life. I gotcha. Yeah. I think we're going to the Super Bowl. I said this in training camp. Edward, I said it in March. You're going to play the Bills, and the Bills are going to win. We lost by six with four turnovers. I I said that. Midas. I said that. See, Midas must have missed it when I said, I didn't come out of the Cowboy game thinking the Cowboys were better than you. As a matter of fact, it didn't change my opinion. This past 48 hours of injuries has changed my opinion on the Eagles. And it should yours. Bro, if you're going around with three tires on your car, and you don't have the full array of tires, you're not going to get very far. I mean, okay, Midas. I mean, I, hey, I, I, I didn't come. I thought the Philadelphia Eagles played really well in that ball game. By the way, again, I'll say it again to you. Their passing game was outstanding. I don't know what it is too, man. Everybody's afraid to give Gardner Minshew love because they think it shits on Jalen. It's got nothing to do with it. Jalen wasn't available. Dual threat. And it was so important for Howie to have an experienced thrower back there. He did. Kudos. Dude, the Eagles did everything right except the turnovers. I don't know, man. Oh, by the way, Miles Sanders put a nail in his coffin when he came to staying with the Eagles. He's out. He's gone how he is with shit like that he's out he's out Miles Sanders will not be a Philadelphia Eagle absolutely not that thing's over with that thing is completely over with okay Xander goes I'd rather pay Jacobs the Raider running back 10 million hey you still got that quarterback you got to talk to remember that now good 25 million dollar Wide out and a $10 million back and a $50 million uh, quarterback. Uh, those little like uh, chess pieces have to be figured out. Now you are going to get 10 million bucks from the retirement of Lane, or excuse me, of uh, Jason Kelsey, because he makes 10. 
So how would we be able to move that money around a little bit? They might push Hertz extension if he gets bounced early in the playoffs to next year. Hey, man, I'm not doing that to him. You got to address something. You can't have the backup quarterback making more money than Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the lowest paid guy in the huddle. You can't do that, man. After a year like that, whatever I say about dual threat, bottom line is this. He performed. He played great. Put his team in a position. They'll have home field. They'll probably get it. I'm not going to go like this. Hey, dude, guess what? I'll talk to you next year. Oh, no way. If I'm clutch sports, I would against the Phillips. And I would not budge off of number. I would not. You want to have some good conversation going on here. Okay? You want to have a good rapport here. You're trying to build up a good conversation here. I'm not trying to alienate the kid. You got to be careful here. I would, you know what I would do too in the offseason if I was Howie? I'm going to get to week 16 of the NFL. You know what I would do if I was Howie? I would bring Jalen in on every single money decision that was to be made so he knew where they were. We're not going to because now that's putting a lot, but that's making him involved in decision-making. I wonder if he'd into that because you're going to have to have that conversation. My friends, you either want Jalen or you want the team. It's going to be a tough, man, you got these next three months in Philly are going to be wild. I know the internet's going in and out. I apologize, Jameson. How about this week? What do you think they're thinking in a NovaCare center? What do you think they're thinking in the NovaCare center this week? What do you think they're thinking? Do we play them without Lane? I heard people talking about moving Malata. Dude, Lane doesn't play the most important position. Why are you guys thinking that? He plays the number two tackle position. He doesn't play the one position. Malata plays the one. He plays the left tackle. That's Jalen's. That's Jalen's blindside. Blindside offensive tackles always make more. Lane is the highest paid right tackle, but Malata makes seventeen million bucks too. The guy in San Francisco, Trent Williams, makes $25 million. The guy in San Francisco makes $25 million. That's what left tackles make, 25 20 Lane's right up there, but right tackle is your run-blocking tackle. Your left tackle is your blindside tackle. Lane doesn't play the pass tackle. He plays tackle number two. Everyone knows that. It's the blind side. Why do you think when you're talking about the greatest tackles in all time, they're left tackles. They're not tackles. Even though I think Lane is a Hall of Fame guy. He is. He's a great player. He ain't a left tackle, though. If Lane was that great, he'd play left tackle.
Would you put Driscoll or Dillard at right tackle? I would put Driscoll at right tackle, but I would also have Goddard over there a lot to help him in blocking. It's going to take a little bit away from Dallas Goddard's offensive numbers by the end of the year. Okay? I would give him a lot of on that right side over there. Okay? I, I would give him as much help help as I possibly can. And so what you do is you leave the tight end in place. Again, I apologize about the it's going in and out here a little bit here. If you knew anything about the Eagles, you'd know that Malata was moved to right tackle out. Right tackle is not my concern, dude. I got an injured quarterback. I'm protecting his blind side. Put Jack Driscoll over there. I don't care. I can't have somebody hitting him from the flank, from his rear. Stupid. Lane was drafted. I don't care where Lane was drafted. The Saints have good personnel, and Dennis can scheme up. Dennis can scheme up a defense. Now, I really thought that the Eagles did a great job last year. They ran a ball on them and killed them. Running, I mean, I, I think last year, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Saints went into that game against Philly as the number one defense in the NFL, and when they came out, Philadelphia had run them off the field. They had run them off the field. Uh, by the way, please understand this about this, about Lane. I'm, I'm not dissing him. Lane is a great football player, a first ballot Hall of Famer. I am not dissing him, but he don't play the most important tackle position. The most important tackle position on the offensive side of the football is the blind side. That's why they're paid the most. Didn't the left DE become the better pass rusher as they didn't? You know, you know what, Mark? I think that's more moving around a little bit. I think you see guys like Parsons and all these guys that are moving around. Okay. I, I, I don't really think because the, the right defensive end used to be the blindside guy, and that's traditionally where you want to line up your best pass rusher is on the blind side. You want to put him on the blind side. All the great pass – LT came from the right. Lawrence Taylor, how many times do you remember the greatest pass rusher in NFL history, Reggie White, all them guys, they came from the, they came from the blind side. Now, Reggie, you can line – they used to move Reggie up and down the line. It really didn't matter where he was lined up. Unless you have a left-handed quarterback. Outside of Tua, KTP, outside of Tua, how many left-hand quarterbacks are quarterbacking in the National Football League today? Can you name one? Outside of Tua? And you don't have a left-hand quarterback. When does the MVP announcement come out? I have to have my vote in. 
the week of the first round of the playoffs. So we'll do it that week of the first round. Eagles will probably have a bye. So we'll all do it then. Michael Vick is not in the league. Imagine Lane there for Tua. Be great. Lane's a really good. It really kind of shocks me, too, that they never moved him to the left side and put Mulatto over on the right. They obviously think that is a better pass-protecting um, tackle. They have to, because that's the quarterback's blind side. Unless Janley can't see pressure. Jamison Sills, vote for Jalen, please. We'll see, man. Let's see what happens here. Let's see what happens. By the way, too, Jamison, you know how Jalen can go up that list? Hey, man, you know how Jalen can go up that list? If Joe Burrow outplays, wait, if Josh Allen outplays Joe Burrow, and if Mahomes has a couple picks, you can't just start moving guys ahead because, well, I played in the game. Of, nah, man. I, I don't look at it that way. So look at this guy. He says the game's changing. Really? Well, come your MVPs right now are pocket passers and not dual threat. The game will never change because the dual threat guy will always be hurt. It's not sustainable. You can't have a quarterback on pace for 200 carries and think that's sustainable. It's not. The game will never change. It's a contact sport. It's a collision sport, actually. It's a collision sport. Thought Jalen could. I've already addressed this. You're the only one saying that. What am I, What are you talking, G, uh, GT? I'm the only one saying what? That it's not sustainable? <laughs> How? GT, you and I go back and forth. Here. GT says I'm the only one saying that. Let's take a look here. Just over the last two years. Kyler Murray's out until next October. Lamar Jackson hasn't played a full season in three years. Jalen Hurts has hurt two years in a row now. I don't really have to be the only one. All you have to do is use your eyes. Oh, that Jalen's not the MVP? Nobody's voting for Jalen Hurts right now. Nobody. Uh, look, look at what this guy says. See how we see here. This guy, um, this guy jerk off. Oh, no, wait, it's mask off. Says that Lamar only won the MVP because of those rushing yards. No, 
He led the NFL in touchdown passes that year. Aaron, tell the rest of the truth. He led the NFL in touchdown passes. Mitchie's performance shows Hertz doesn't need to run at all. Rob, amen. However, Rob, the coaches couldn't have can, can I tell you also, Rob? Expose the coaches a little bit. Because without Jalen running the ball on third down, they couldn't beat Dallas. And the turnovers. If they don't have this in the offense, hey, Jalen, if it's not open, run. If they don't have that part of the game plan, the Eagles aren't winning games. Hertz's running game is the X factor. Completely agree. Dippin says our defense is the problem. Yeah, you turned CD Lamb into an all pro wideout. You turned an overrated wide receiver into an all pro. Hertz plays these last two games. Why would I play him if I wrapped it up and he's banged up without? Lane Johnson, why would I do that? How does that make sense? So you think these do you think the MVP award is that important? I think the wrapping up a home field and sitting these guys. Dude, your football. Hey, I told Xander this at the beginning of the year. Or excuse me, at the beginning of the show. I think the Eagles, one of the problems that they had this year, I think your bye week was too early in the year. You've been playing a lot of ball. You've been playing a lot of football over the last couple weeks, and it's caught up. It's not catching up. It's caught up. Lane Johnson is a caught up, not a catching up. It's caught up. Okay? That's a big loss. By the way, personally, I don't think Lane's back for the rest of the year. I don't think he's back the rest of the year. That's that's an injury that needs six, seven months worth of rest. Especially, it probably needs surgery too. Ask Nick Boza. Nick Boza missed the entire season with that exact injury. So are you worried that if Hurts doesn't play the last two weeks, it could be a major negative impact in the playoffs? But 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 I, I ask you this. I ask you this, what's important, health or the home field? What's what's the point of having home field if you don't have the players to put on the field to play against them guys? Okay? What's the point? See, wishful thinking is not a game plan. Official, wishful thinking is what that is. Who doesn't? Of course we hope. Health. See, I think health is too. I think the Eagles secondary, without CJ and Avante Maddox, it does not look the same. And now, Kellen Moore figured out that TJ Edwards can't cover tight ends. Let me take a look at this here. Let me show you something here. 
So you take on the winner of the Cowboys and Bucks game as of today. The Cowboys have a pretty good tight end. Then you would take on the winner of the 49ers and Giants. No, wait. You would take on the winner of the Bucks and Bucks and Cowboys. The Vikings would take on, if they beat the Commanders, the winner of the Niners Giants. That's how that would work. So you wouldn't see Kittle. You wouldn't see Kittle. Vikings do have a pretty good tight end now, that kid Hawkinson that they got from Detroit. He's pretty good. So Edwards may not be that exposed unless you got – that kid Kittle would destroy T.J. Edwards in a passing game. With that soft-ass zone coverage, you couldn't defend him. T.J. Edwards could not defend Kittle in pass protection. There's no way. There's no way he would eat that guy alive in that game. Would eat that guy alive. I mean, the Cowboys exposed him. He'd get toasted, man. I got a problem with that, too. Especially in today's NFL with all the great tight ends. Hurts will need surgery in the offseason. Don't say that, man. Come on, man. Nobody wishes that stuff. I hope not. I hope not. Okay? I totally hope not. I don't want any of that, but it could be a rotator, but let's I'm, – I'm not, I'm not playing doctor here. I'm not, I'm not um, Howard Eskin. Big Sills doesn't play doctor here. I don't know. <clears throat> Howard Eskin is the only guy on WIP on sidelines plays doctor, and he's wrong 100% of the time. Playoffs, everybody's back. Depth, well, we'll see. I, I don't believe Vontae Maddox is coming. I, I believe Lane and Maddox are out. And you've got to prepare for them to be out. And if they do come back, it's like a free agent coming back. I think the change is contract negotiations for Hertz. Let it play out. Let it play out first. You know, this is kind of the stuff... This is kind of the stuff we talked about. Remember, Xander? Let's, we got to wait for this whole thing to play out because you know what's been a negative? Get this. You know what's crazy? There's been no negative in Jalen's play for me in negotiation contract talks. But you know the availability conversation is going to be up. Because as he gets older, he's, he's going to get hurt more. These guys don't get healthier as they get older. So that changes length of contract. It sure does. I don't know if it changes the money, but it changes length of contract. Let it play out. Let's see how this thing. Let's see how this thing plays. Eagles are prepared for Maddox being out. You already missed five games. Yeah. Hey, GT, if Hertz doesn't play these final two games, 
then we got a big issue in negotiations because it cost them home field. Dual threat would have cost you home field, and I blame the coaches. Dude, who gave a shit about the record? That's what I've been trying to tell you guys. Once you got to that 13 win mark, man, you should have been doing everything in your – hey, if you lose the Bear game, but Jalen's healthy, isn't that a win? Isn't that a win? If you – I mean, honestly, that's a win. Because then you would have – he would have beat the Cowboys. See, look at what happened with Dallas. Dallas loses to the Jags. All of a sudden now, we do this, right? Hey, guess what, man? The Jags are leading their division. And and, and the Eagles beat them too. That's not a bad – hey, that's not a bad win now for the Eagles even. Jags look good, dude. And they beat the Cowboys. I, I I just say this, man. The that bear game cost this team. I don't know yet what. As of right now, it only cost them the Cowboy game. Don't lose in New Orleans and have to win home field against a divisional opponent like the Giants, who you played earlier on. And some would say, Sills, we own the Giants. Yeah, well, you own the Washington Commanders in the first game, and they came back and won the ball game in the second game. That's what division games do. They kind of get a reading on you and catching up with what you're doing. And they know your quarterback's banged up a bit. Dude, I'm going I'm to be rocking that shoulder. GT goes, Sills, how did Hurts look after the hit at the Bears game? Doesn't matter. He missed the Cowboy game because of it. What's the point? Hey, he threw really great passes against the three-win Bears team. He was great in the three-win Bears team. How did he play against the Cowboys? Well, he didn't play because he was hurt. Congratulations. That was a really great shitty team you beat. And the Cowboys are running around like they got their head back on again. Yeah, we beat the the Eagles. And and you're like (laughs) – Cowboys are not going anywhere. Okay? He's not going anywhere. All right, let me take a timeout. I want to look at some of these games that were played on week 16. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game now streaming on the Six ABC Family of Apps. 
greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Show. A couple games from the past weekend. Bills in a textbook game against the Bears. Unfortunate for the Eagles. I mean, ugh. now 12 and 3 on the season. 35-13. Saints beat the Browns 17-10. Saints are 6 and 9 and still in it. That's why the game will be significant for the Saints. I'm glad it's not in New Orleans. Chiefs beat the Seahawks 24-10. Mahomes not spectacular. 16 to 28, 224, two TDs. They're now 12 and 3 in the season. Vikings hold off the Giants. 27-24. Minnesota's 12 and 3. Bengals go to New England and beat Belichick. 22-18. Burrow 375. Three touchdowns. And they're 11 and 4 after an 0 and 2 start. Since that 0 and 2 start, look how good Cincinnati's been. Dude, Bengals are a good football team, underrated defense, and a spectacular quarterback. Panthers pound the Lions. Dude, that interim coach down there in Carolina may actually be the guy. 37 23, they're 6 and 9, still in it. Versus the Bucks, Ravens. They end up winning against the Falcons, seventeen nine. They're ten and five. Tyler Hundley hanging in there. Good for him, man. And supposedly Lamar's back this weekend. Dude, Lamar healthy. 
going look at what look at what the Ravens did with their dual threat guy. They sacrificed seeding. And they want him healthy getting ready for the playoffs. He's been gone for about a month now. They're looking at health for Lamar. Lamar Jackson in a postseason, I don't know. He could do some special shit, man. Texans beat the Titans, 19-14. Tennessee is 7-8. Same record as the Jags, which is insane. Boy, have they melted down, man. Ever since they fired a general manager, it's just been a train wreck. Steelers beat the Raiders. They honored um, Franco Harris, 13-10. Pittsburgh would have shot not to have a lose. Hey, who would have ever thought the standard in Pittsburgh is no longer Super Bowls. It's making sure Mike Tomlin doesn't have losing records. Wow, you talk about standards falling. They fell in Pittsburgh. The Sunday game. I didn't think Aaron Rodgers was special. I think the Packer defense stepped up. Beat the Dolphins 26-20. Green Bay 7-8 with a shot to get into the playoffs. So Brady and Aaron Rodgers may actually get there. By the way, once again, it's a darn shame. Dolphins have to cut ties with Tua. Just a deal, man. Concussion protocol again. It's not sustainable for a guy who's always in concussion protocol. How many concussions do you want him to have? He potentially is four this year. Do you know what they do with them, the UFC fighters and boxers? If you have one concussion, you're out six months. And they got this, these guys had four potentially. I mean, when does the NFL Players Association come in and the league come in and protect this guy? Protect somebody over CTE. Okay. Yeah, because they care. Broncos are a complete shit show. Do you see that Bronco defense surrender? Baker Mayfield put fifty, put a 50-burger on him. Nathaniel Hackett, bro, the only reason you got that job is because you're, la- you're Paul Hackett's kid. How a guy like that got a job is only because his own man was Paul Hackett. Dude. It's the only reason you got a job. Between Nathaniel Hackett and Matt LaFleur, I don't know who's a shittier coach. Bucks in overtime. Who was what was the name of the quarterback that quarterbacked the Cardinals? Who who was that guy? What school did he come from? I, I I've never heard of him. And the Bucks struggled. 1916. I turned the game off because they were so far behind with five minutes left. All of a sudden, I look at my phone and the Bucks are going to overtime. I'm like, what? Who was the guy that quarterbacked? Jesus, criminy. Man, I'll tell you what. You talk about Bruce Arians being missed. 1916, Bucks are seven and eight. I think they got to play Carolina this weekend and they can wrap up the South, which means Brady's in the playoffs, which is a factor. Oh, that's right. That's right, Devin. He's a Penn State kid. I remember him now. 
He was at Penn State. I remember the kid. Yep. He's a Penn State guy. Right on. I re- yep, yep, guys, Dave, I, I remember now. He's a Penn State guy. Yep, I remember now. Dude, I just was – I was like, who is this? <laughs> they were looking for anybody to finish the game. Hey, look, I told you this this past Friday. I would not have a lesser opinion of the Eagles, and I didn't. This is a personnel issue for me. Let's see how healthy they can get by the end of the season. That'll change the dynamic massively if Lane comes back. So it's – I came away from that Cowboy game going, all right, had your backup guy in. I mean, to me, I think the Cowboys are lucky. All right. Thank you so much for coming aboard. I really appreciate everybody in here during this holiday time. Thank you so much. God bless every single one of you. Xander, great stuff. Tone, great stuff. I thank everybody. We'll see you tomorrow going three to six. Keep it here on the flip. We'll see you on the flip side. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.